0: You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head.
3: Beautiful Wednesday morning to you, the Wednesday morning edition of ChairShot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco at ChairShot. Greg, with me as typical on a Wednesday morning, Miranda Morales. You can follow her at the hashtag Miranda. This is ChairShot Radio at ChairShot Media, part of the ChairShot Radio, part of the ChairShot.com. We bring you this content every single weekday. It's sports it's entertainment and it's sports entertainment. Miranda, today we are actually focusing on sports entertainment. So very exciting time to be a sports entertainment fan. The uh the Tuesday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio, they covered the NBA finals where where the hometown Phoenix Suns are playing the Milwaukee Bucks. So very, very excited about that and, and was was good to hear that. So um and I'm And game check.
2: one, yeah. Is game it over one is yeah, it's over. We won.
3: Did we win? I was about to look to see, So Very good.
2: Yeah. On the yeah. Phoenix
3: Suns, winning game one, getting off. I said Suns in six, and and I'm sticking with it. So.
2: I think that's the consensus. Not it's not going to be Suns in four. as no. as catchy as that been. Uh, <laughs> no, as, it's not going to be Suns
3: in four. That only happened once, and and Denver is a good team. It and, only
2: ha- it only needs to happen once. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. look at how how quick that fucking made it.
3: Of course it did. Yeah, Suns in four is a thing, but.
2: I think Suns is the, a thing.
3: the Suns have won every single playoff series on the road. Like they've mm-hmm. clinched each series on the mm-hmm. road. They beat the Lakers in LA. They swept Denver. So game four was in Denver because they've yes. always had home court advantage. And then of course uh, they beat the Clippers in six in LA. And I think they win this in six in, uh, in Milwaukee. And I think, yeah, even though Giannis played, I just think the Suns are—they just don't know they shouldn't be there, and they just don't know they shouldn't win, and mm-hmm. because they should, and I think they will. So, um, good on them. Good on good on the Phoenix Suns. Keep the team. Oh, you together. know we're
2: gonna be talking. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about it if that that trophy comes home. That's just a whole episode of chair shop. Radio right, two people who know very episodes. little about
3: basketball talking about basketball on. ShareShotRadio Shot Radio, or the hashtag Miranda Show, and it'll be such good shit. Because
2: it'll be glorious, year glorious. Year.
3: I don't even know if I still have that song anywhere. Like, like,
2: man, that's 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 some wasted potential. That was something. I'll, I'll that was- get it
3: again. It's okay. I'll, 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 I'll. At least we could still use it, even though. They're not even really using it. Who knows? This is such good shit. So we are not talking about that. I mean, we did talk about no. that. But we're not going to continue to talk about that here on Chair Shot Radio. We've got a fun topic that we are going to get into. But uh, before we do that, I've already told you all the particulars that you need to know. Um, real quick, because I want to get to a certain amount of time before we go to commercial break. It is Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday. And I want to encourage you to listen to all things that are available on the Chair Shot Radio Network Pot is war Thursday night. We also have the hashtag Miranda show, which Miranda and I will be recording here shortly, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then the Thursday morning edition of chair shot radio. We'll see if Ray cash is able to come back for that one. But if not, Mag's will be putting together his five rounds, uh, rebound or five rounds. Fallout is what he calls it. Um, talking about more mixed martial arts as we continue to expand all things here on the chair shot radio network. So lots of fun. I've already talked about, uh, you know, June was our biggest month ever. So thank you to all of you who do like, subscribe, leave us that five star review, and share everything that we have here at the chair We are streaming on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. So. Go out there, listen, subscribe, be a part of the movement. And, you know, there's another way, Miranda, another way that people can support us. You know, we were talking off air about advertising and what that brings in for the network and how it offsets costs and everything else. But there's another way that people can do that and actually get something in return, something that I'm wearing right now. So, yeah. I, I think true. uh Yeah. And, even and,
2: though nobody can see it because this is right. just audio, and, and uh, they're gonna just going to have to trust you. But…
3: I could sit here and tell you what it is, but there's just I'm contrary to popular belief. I'm extraordinarily humble. Okay, I'm not extraordinarily humble. No, but contrary that's to popular a lie. belief, I am willing to step aside when I know somebody does something better than I do. And 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 sure as shit, you're better at the t-shirt pitch than I am, Miranda. So, I mean. Let's yes. just kick this. well,
2: off. I mean, look, this is a team effort as as I like to say, and I can, of course, you know go into what I'm gonna go into, but I can't do that, Greg Gregory, until you do your part, and that is to wind it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, it's time. It's time for you to go to pro wrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt today. And when you go to pro wrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're gonna find a huge variety of t-shirt designs that you can select from. And that means color. That means logo. And, of course, that means style. Yes, that means you can get short-sleeve soft style, regular-sleeve soft style, long-sleeve, unisex, whatever that may be, the choice is yours at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. There, you can pick up T-shirts like the hashtag Miranda or actually Queen of Soft Style T-shirt, hashtag Miranda Show T-shirt, uh, the hashtag Safe Tag Team Wrestling t shirt. Always use your head, the OG Chair Shot logo, uh, Chair Shot 316, and everyone hates Greg. Yes, that is also available at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. T-shirts start at nineteen ninety nine, but again, you can upgrade for just a few dollars extra if you want a soft style T-shirt. So what are you waiting for? Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your T-shirt today.
1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here.
0: Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of
3: products and services. Use the promo code chair shot to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Right. Stellar job, as always, uh, on the t-shirt spot. I mean, you say it's a team effort, but I push a button and then you do all the work. Like, well, okay, I, like, up, I though, like this team effort, know? actually. I'm not complaining. This is a good arrangement we have when it comes to the t-shirt spot. So, yeah, well done. Well done. I don't have like, a, you. A, like an you know what? It's
2: like been a, a few weeks. He we just talked about that on the big, no BCO podcast. It's no been ring a few weeks, whatsoever.
3: but
2: you know, just it, it's like I never left.
3: Speaking of like, they never left and no ring rust today on chair shot radio, right? Talk about a segue. That wasn't supposed to be a segue. We're talking about the many happy returns that we sometimes see in the crazy world of WWE as two big stars left the company, in the past year, one late last year, one early this year, and both have since returned. And that is Zelina Vega and Samoa Joe, two very different situations, two mm-hmm. very different returns. And yes. and I think I speak for both of us. And, and, and as people may not know on the DL, I have power of returning anyway, so I can speak for Miranda Morales. But I think That's we're both true. happy about these returns. I don't think we have problems with them whatsoever. A- am I wrong or am no. I right?
2: No, 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 no. I mean, I think it's, And we will get into it. Surprising, but happy. So let's or
3: just, like, I don't want to waste time because everybody knows the story, right? It's wrestling. They all know. It's a wrestling podcast. You know what's going on. Maybe it's a dumb question. Which one's more surprising?
2: Honestly, Selena, you know, there was so much wrapped up in her release from WWE, um, you know, some Things that she alluded to on social media and kind of the deeper story regarding, uh, WWE allowing their talent to pursue ventures, opportunities outside of the company, more specifically with, you know, streaming, uh, like Twitch, but also this involved things like cameo and other kind of ventures. You know, this was a really highly contested topic, uh, for, you know, weeks after Zelina's release. Um, and, it, you know, you, you kind of thought, you know, that they had parted ways on top of, you know, we're not even talking about another factor up there, but her husband, um, you know, Alistair Black, aka Tommy N, also getting his release from the company recently, you just thought, yeah, that they're not gonna do business together anymore. Um, So the fact that she did come back on top of, her release uh, on top of, you know, the release of her husband. That doesn't necessarily have, one doesn't have to do with the other, but, you know, I think it's also understandable in thinking that it it could have. Um, It really came out out of left field, but I also think that both entities, both Zelina and the WWE realized that they needed each other in some capacity um, and that going back into business together was best for both of them.
3: It's interesting because uh, Zelina talked a big old game, right? Mm -hmm. Big old game about third-party interest and all that. And I'm not saying she was wrong in the things that she was talking about. But I wonder just how fast that all dried up once she no longer had the WWE machine behind her. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this situation, again, I don't think she's wrong in the things she's saying. But I think the situation just proves, like, you can't – in in a lot of cases, you can't beat the machine. And in this case, what WWE is saying is is right. Like, yeah, they they own people's likenesses and they own all that and they have control over third-party use or whatever. But there's a trade-off for that. And and there's a trade-off for being able to do those things. Now, WWE has already dissolved that whole third-party division they created to to do all of these things and manage all that. Largely, you know – caused by the release of Zelina Vega. Now she's back. Who knows what she's doing with the th- those third-party entities, with Twitch, with anything else? I don't know. I don't know if she shut down her channel. I haven't seen any reports. I don't even pay that close attention, so I have no idea. But to me, it's like, huh, like you said all this and now you're back. And and look, I know they apologized to her. I they made her a good offer, all those things, right? And And, and who knows what's written in the contract? Like, Maybe she has the ability to do these things now. Maybe she'll do them on the company, like up, up, down, down. Who knows? I, I have no idea. But it's it's obviously, in her mind, it worked out better for her to come back. She could have gone to AEW and probably still done these third-party things. She could have gone to Impact Wrestling. There's a lot of places she could have gone mm-hmm. and still kept her third-party interests. But instead, she's back in WWE. And to me, that just proves that not everybody's better off on their own,
2: even if somebody
3: no. is talented and over and, and as such a following yeah. as Alina Vega.
2: Well, it's also thinking about what is the end goal, you know, and, and this breakup or this dissolution of the, the business partnership happened, not over wrestling, but over third party beliefs uh, and and that, you know, so I think at the end of the day too, if her goal is to be a wrestler and that is her love and passion, you know, that was something that I think, you know, the company realized with her, they had something, but also, you know, her realizing that the best, format for her at this point was the wwe you know aew still does not have a plentiful women's division and that's still you know a a huge work in progress as much as impact you know has a little bit more of a stable division that doesn't have a whole lot of depth and right now they're just bringing in people so diana paraso can beat them you know so at the end of the day if, if her goal is to be a wrestler her best option and if she was still happy with that before she got released was the wwe and i think it was the same way the company didn't release her because of you know anything having to do with wrestling as as her performance or you know her utilization it was actually something completely different or outside of wrestling that led to this dissolution to begin with so with that if they got back on the same page of she wants to wrestle and they wanted to wrestle they want her to wrestle for them maybe it was a lot easier to come back to the table and like you said, discuss those other contractual, uh, items and hash that out, um, in a way that both parties win or realizing that, you know, maybe that's a, a fun endeavor, but at the end of the day, that's still not going to be what feeds her as a professional and not just, you know, literally just, uh, money wise, but feeds her as, you know, someone who, who in. Loves the profession, is invested in it, you know, and, and wants to be a, a wrestler, you know, at the end of the day, if that's the the priority again, then, you know, I think that this partnership probably reflects that now.
3: You know, it's interesting because I, I, I love Zelina Vega. I think she's amazingly talented, over, and personal preference plays a part of that, right? And I think we both do. She's not in a position to make demand. She's not that over. She's not that mm-hmm. valuable. I, I mean, I'm not trying to disparage anybody, but she's just not like, so obviously if anybody had to make concessions, it's her like, and, and the company probably did the right thing. And with a lot of these releases, there's people that didn't like that Joe was released. You know, Samoa Joe has said in interviews, he literally got a text from triple H the same day that was like, we're going to work on this and get you back like the Mm. same day. And, and Aleister Black, there's a lot of people that think he should have been released. The interesting thing for me is that Zelina Vega Perfectly serviceable as an in-ring performer, but better as a manager. And yet here she is back a- as an in-ring performer. Whether or not that stays, who knows, right? She she got the surprise return to be entering money in the bank and then probably lost in a really short match. So to Liv Morgan, who I think is is someone that the company could focus on. Like if we did 10 picks in our little draft, Liv Morgan was would have been on my short list. I don't know if yeah. he would have made it to the 10 picks, but she would have been on the short list. I think she's got a lot of untapped potential. And, and could do big things for the company if if she gets into that position, if the cycle comes around to where she can do that. Who knows? But for Zelina Vega, like the most money in her is as a manager, but there's still money in her in the ring. I'll take it a step further, Miranda Morales. If I'm WWE, and I'm not, in my mind I should be, right? We all think that.
2: Yeah, yeah. In in your mind, you're the E.
3: In my mind, I'm the E. yeah Oh, the E. I like it. I like what you did there. Good on you. Let the record show. It was Miranda who said that. The e. I
2: did. Yes, I did say it.
3: If I were the E, she wins Money in the Bank briefcase.
2: Why not? You know, like really, yeah. why? Why not? It's an interesting story. I mean, you talked, and this is someone that we were talking about as someone who we could see get released again, and that's Drake Maverick. You know, and and he was released and then came back and had this story in the in the cruiserweight championship tournament that let him all the way to the finals and a yeah. believable baby face. And so, I mean, not necessarily copy and paste, but no. there's a lot of those elements of someone who was let go, was brought back unexpectedly and giving them a run at something as big as money in the bank.
3: Yeah. And who knows what they're going to do with Drake now that his partner's gone. But that, and, and I, I thought Drake would get cut again, but obviously somebody in the company was like, yo, we can't do that again. Like, come on now. Like Drake, they, they
2: do have an image was, thing that they are concerned they about. Prob- that, well, that's-
3: and, and that's I, go back and listen to last week's Babyface Heal podcast if you guys haven't, where I did the solo effort. One of my topics was on the releases, and everybody's blaming Nick Khan and saying he's one of the company. Nick Khan doesn't even know who most of the people are who got released. Okay, like Nick well, didn't sit that, there in a room and that's be like, going "Yo, back to, let's get rid of you Toby know what well, you
2: just said earlier about Samoa Joe getting released and Triple H already on the line saying we're going to bring you back." Yeah, I think if Nick Khan truly uh, it had known or even knew how some people were being utilized, or maybe who was important to the company, maybe Samoa Joe wouldn't have been on that list. But he literally came back like right. in a snap. Exactly so, as he should have. It's obvious should've. that he didn't know who he was letting go. No,
3: no, not at all. And 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 he probably told them, Look, you got your division needs to cut this amount, your division needs to cut this amount, you do this. We don't care about who's married to who, we don't care about who. obviously, right? They cut or Black and then weeks later brought back his wife. So obviously that's out the window, right? They cut, you know, Charlotte Flair's husband a while ago, though he asked for it, but still, like if Zelina Vega can get back in, Obviously, they could have made things work with Andrade, and they didn't, and and that was the title of a show. Like You couldn't make Andrade work, and you should have been able to, but who knows. Let's talk Samoa Joe. Let's go to commercial break and come back and talk Samoa Joe before we wrap things up on ChairShot Radio.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out cheshire.com bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com.
3: So, obviously, everybody's situation is different, right? Joe came back to NXT, so he was on the quote-unquote main roster on Raw. Injuries, everything forced him into role as a commentator, which he did for a while, and did very well. And was, was was doing commentary at WrestleMania wearing a poncho days before he got released. And then was immediately contacted and brought back into the fold. But came back to NXT, which is where he started and where he thought he would never leave. Like, they told him when he came in, you probably won't make it to the main roster. He did. It didn't really work. He got his WrestleMania moment. Go back and watch WrestleMania 35. Samoja walking down that ramp is one of the happiest angry people you'll ever see like he still he stayed in character but you could just tell like the guy yeah. that was his moment and and now he's back in nxt and he's revealed in an interview that his role he does have some backstage responsibilities like he is now focusing on life after wrestling he said he's gonna wrestle again like he will wrestle again that 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 is in the cards probably against karrion Cross. And and they've been setting that up. But there are so many great matchups for Samoa Joe in, in NXT. Like Karen Cross, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Like all the pillars of NXT would be amazing matches for Samoa Joe to have. You can revisit the feud with Finn Balor if Balor's still in NXT. Like who knows? Kyle O'Reilly could be great. Like there's so many. I, if they're still in NXT and I have a feeling they won't be, I would love to see him and Santos Escobar have a feud. Like there's just so mm-hmm. many great things you can do with Samoa Joe in NXT where he could enjoy himself and and fulfill whatever backstage role he's filling because they're eventually going to go back on the road, just like Ron Smackdown are. And and Joe could go on the road and be a road agent. You know, Adam Pierce is taking over all the road stuff for, for them when they go back on the road on the main roster. Joe could do it for NXT and kind of be one of Triple H's right-hand people because Triple H can't be there all the time. There's more to this for Samoa Joe. And what I do think is interesting is that Zelina Vega may have come back for more money. Joe may have come back for less money. Like, everybody's situation is different, but obviously it was enough to make Samoa Joe happy because Joe could have gone anywhere. Just like Zelina Vega could have gone anywhere. But Joe, if Zelina Vega could have gone anywhere, Joe could have gone anywhere, anywhere mm-hmm. and made more money. But Joe's this.
2: Yeah. You know, and and I'm thinking as you were saying, you know, what he could I think he easily could have done something similar to AEW, um, or in AEW as far as, you know, a hybrid type of role where maybe he's aging or doing things in the back, plus having an on-screen role, you know, plus being able to actually wrestle. But when you think about And we we talked about this too on the Babyface Heel podcast regarding Santana and Ortiz. When you look at, say, NXT versus AEW, what has overall the better product, the more stability, uh, the structure, and opportunity – it's NXT. So when, you know, I don't know if he was already starting to put feelers out there, but if he was presented with the opportunity to specifically go back to NXT, it does not surprise me that he chose that over anything else. Maybe if if he got a request to go back to say raw um, or SmackDown or just commentary, you know, maybe that could have been a deciding factor in him to not go back, but I have a feeling, because this was specifically NXT, that that was, you know, an easy decision for him to make, obviously, because he jumped back in fairly quickly. Um, And I think that, too, is a credit to NXT. It's a credit to, to Triple H, who, you know, right away saw the potential and knew how... You know, someone like Samoa Joe could be so valuable to NXT to not let him go. So I have a feeling, you know, maybe not less money, maybe comparable money, though, uh, just because of the fact that they knew. That he could go anywhere, um, and in order, and they had to snatch him up real quick before uh, another company started to to make some offers. So I, you know, I think it's such a great move, and I'm so glad they did it in that time span. And in some ways, it's kind of as we talked about the length of time with Zelina leaving it's also just as fascinating that Samoa's Joe timeframe was, you know, such a quick turnaround. I think that's an interesting story as, as well um, because he's played this enforcer role in NXT to a, to a T Um, and it's almost realizing that, you know, for someone who has the, such a, a legacy within NXT to bring, to be brought back in this role that is, you know, part office part in ring, um is is just a a brilliant hybrid for him and, and just a perfect role um and the fact that it was such a short turnaround time is also showing the company at least some people in the company realize that he is an asset to the world of professional wrestling and you do not want him to go anywhere else um but I also feel like he knew what he had in NXT and that is the right place for him
3: And what's really interesting is is I think AEW was an option for him. Of course, they'd be stupid not to. Just like New Japan, just like Ring of Honor, just like anywhere. But with AEW specifically, Joe's smart. And I think Joe sees that place for what it is. I really do. Mm -hmm. And while that works for some people, I don't think it would work for Joe. Like, I don't even know how it's going to work for Andrade. Like, I just don't know long-term like how it's going to Well, work. it
2: hasn't. That's also the thing. Yeah. So far, it hasn't really. Nah. At least to to the, you know, outsiders' as fans, it hasn't really. Nah, and maybe all, the fact that yeah, you I mean, could see how, you know, maybe with some people it's, it's worked, but not really. Or you could see how, you know, they brought in people like Paul White and and Mark yeah. Henry and you've kind it's of seen some surface level, but not too much. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like you could see how it doesn't work.
3: Yeah, and I think it would be the same for Joe. I really do. But Joe made his decisions. Lena Vega made her decision, and, and you know we're so quick to get mad when these decisions are made, and they're business decisions. I, I you know, I've been laid off and brought back at companies. I was laid off because companies got sold. Like it just happens, and and you just learn to deal with this. And a lot of the people who are complaining about this stuff online have never been in that position, and and have realized how impersonal it is a lot of times, and. And that's, you know, Joe was surprised, but not surprised. He said it himself. So that's where that's where we are. And I'm glad both of them are back. And I hope they both flourish in the roles that they've been given and continue to to be there as long as they want to be and and do very well for themselves long term. So that will wrap things up for this Wednesday edition of Chair Shot Radio. Of course, go follow Miranda Morales on Instagram and Facebook, but no Twitter. She's a Twitterless heroine. And the Queen of Soft Style, but that's not her, her, her handle. It's at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag spelled out. You can follow me at Chair Shot Greg. Follow the website at Chair Shot Media. We remind you. Uh, I won't remind you of anything yet because we'll do that at the end of the show. But... You heard the t-shirt pitch earlier, pick those up, support us, keep listening. We appreciate everything you guys do. Follow along with the chair shot as, uh, you know, next up in your feed, if you're listening, will be the hashtag Miranda show. So tune in for that. It'll be the same two people you see right here. We'll probably be recording it within the next few minutes, but we will have lots of fun with that. So until then for Miranda Morales, I am Greg DeMarco and we have not one, but two reminders for you, Miranda.
2: Don't forget to keep it soft style.
3: And always use your head.
0: A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less bark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and baby, satisfy me.